Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. I want to speak a word of faith this morning. If there is a message that never gets old, it's, it's have faith in God. Uh, if there's ever a time that we're, we're constantly in a battle and, and uh, the, the, the Spirit would speak to us, fight the good fight of faith. And, and it is a fight from time to time, but, but it is a battle that can be won. If God has called you to fight the fight of faith, um, that it, you, you know that He's going to back you up. And uh, so I, I just want to share what I believe the Lord has put on my heart uh, this morning. And I didn't give this one to the sound booth, so just bear with me, sorry. Uh, it says in, whoa, Ephesians chapter 2. Now, I like the booming voice. Do that again. <laughs> Makes me feel taller. It says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us. God who was rich in what? Mercy. Because of his great love that he had for us. I love those songs, man. The, the, just that how deep and how wide. It's not about, it, it, should, it, it ought to be out of a thankful heart. If you can't say, oh, they're just songs. No, they're not. They're expressions of what God has done. And it, it ought to be, if, if you can't connect with it, it ought to be, you, you know, when I sing those things, I don't know what's happening. Help me. You all right? No, we're not okay. Because I'm going to hurt somebody or myself. All right. The, the expectation of what God has done in our lives ought to be expressed toward Him. That, 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 that what, knowing what He's done and the great love that He has is just, it, 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 it is absolutely foundational to faith. All right. Help us. So here, here we go. Uh, so here's how it goes. You want me to do a test test? Or are we good? Or is it I'll throw it. I have got way too much to say for this not to work this morning. I know I don't. We're going to switch? Test one, two. Can you hear me now? Okay. All right. All right. Let me start all over again. Good morning. Well, these songs that we sing are just not a, a, a space saver in a service, but your expression and your worship towards God and you lifting your voice and you just uh, uh, thinking of the love of God in our lives, what it does is it opens your spirit to His Word touching you. And that's absolutely essential to your, for you to be able to receive anything from Him. When you come in, you say, oh, I don't like the music, I don't like... It's about worship. You enter into His gates with thanksgiving, into His courts with praise. There's got to be that thankful heart lifted up toward Him. And when you're in His presence, I'm telling you what, the expectation ought to be high. Some of you have very little expectation of what God will do because you don't know how to worship. 
I am not up here beating you with a club. I'm just expressing what's true. Okay, I love you. What are you saying? Will, will teach us to wor worship it, it, is something. Yeah, I, uh, 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 I don't know how easy it is to teach that except for the declaration of you just need to have your heart open towards God. You need, you need the expression of thankful. I realize some people get very free in their worship and others of you, you know, you're not, which I wish everybody was. And I'm not judging any one uh, 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 worship form over another, but the, the reality of it is that expression toward him ought to be without restriction. And, uh, and as you do that, say, well, I, I can't do that. Yes, you can do that. If you know how good he's been to you, the, the just it comes out of you. So, so here's... Uh, so thank God for those that lead us in worship. So let me read this again. But he, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us made us alive with the Messiah even though we were dead in trespasses. Uh, you are saved by grace. You are saved by grace. Together with Christ Jesus, he also raised us up and seated us in the heavens so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Listen to this. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. You are saved through grace, or you are saved by grace. Say, I'm saved by grace. Saved by grace through faith. You know what you got to do? You got to believe. You got to have faith in grace. If you do not have faith in grace, your religious pursuit is just unending and without rest. Say, I need to have faith in grace. What is grace? The unmerited, unmerited, not of works, the unmerited favor of God. You know what that means? He flat out loves me. Just because he does. Not because of what I've done, but because he just does. And I absolutely have faith and grace for myself. And what has to happen, and you can tell when somebody has faith in grace, because then they will be gracious to others, right? I'm looking around at some people, I think, oh, they don't deserve God. But by grace, you're his, right? And, and the idea of myself, I don't deserve God, but by grace, I'm his. So I am saved, I am saved, I'm made whole by grace through the belief, it takes, it's just, okay, grace, I'm telling you, the grace of God is upon this world. But is everybody embracing it? Not at all. It takes faith. It takes faith for grace to work in our life. And I'm here to tell you, it takes faith in grace for you to be healed. I, I, this is foundational. I'm setting a... You know, I'm going to build something up. 
and then it, God's going to unleash it. You can say, well, I, God can do anything. How many times have you had more faith for God to heal somebody else that you're praying for than you had faith in God healing you? You know why? Because you have, you have faith in the grace of God toward them, and you don't know how, how wretched they are, but you do know how wretched you are and how undeserving you are. And, and how uh, it's unmerited. God cannot, and, and I don't believe he'll do it. And the thing of it is, you've got to have faith in grace. That God, it's not of works, at least anybody could, should boast. It's just God wants to do something for us. He sees something in every one of us that we don't even see in ourselves. And it's called grace that he just has poured out in and on us. So you... This morning, if we're going to see the move of God that He desires in our lives, in my, I need a healing this morning. If I'm going to see that, I'm going to be confident and I'm going to have faith uh, and grace. Because my healing is not something that I deserve. It's just something He wants to do. And if you live in, in, in that religious cycle of you thinking you're going to deserve God's goodness, you will, it'll be a constant pursuit that you will never attain. True or not true? True. How many want God's goodness in your life? It's going to come through grace. You, you know what happens with grace is all of a sudden in our lives there's no more competition. I don't have to be better than anybody else. I just, I don't have to because I have God's, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I am God's favorite. I know that. I believe that. And you say, well, then, you know, I can't be, God is infinite. You can be his favorite too. And you need to embrace that. And being favored by him, realizing that it is his, his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's his good pleasure. It's not, he doesn't have to be coerced into it. He doesn't, you don't have to, you know, uh, trick him into it. He wants it. But I'm here to tell you the only way it comes into our life is through faith. So here's, here's what it says. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 1, and this one I did give to her. It says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the temporary residents dispersed in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadonia, Asia, whatever the other place is, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father and set apart by the Spirit for obedience and for the sprinkling with the blood of Jesus Christ. I, I love that. We're temp you know what? You are temporary residents. Say, where are you coming from? Oh, Corinth, Greenfield, you know, Hadley. Well, uh, yeah, you're temporary there. God has an eternal place for all of us. But he, he says here, he says, uh, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Not just added, but multiply. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
to an, uh, and into an inheritance that is, is imperishable, uncorrupted, and unfaded, uh, unfading, kept in heaven for you. Dude, if that don't trip your trigger, your gun's not loaded. Right? If that doesn't excite you about what God has done, that is, that is something. He said, look, he said, grace and peace multiplied. God doesn't want you to just get this in dribs and drabs. He wants to bowl you over. He wants you to be overwhelmed by his goodness. The only reason that you're not overwhelmed by his goodness is you open the door a little bit and you peek in. I'm telling you, some of you have experienced this. You open it just enough, all of a sudden it it, it does. The reality of what he's done. And, and you think about this. He has uh, 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 got an inheritance that's imperishable, uncorrupted, and unfading. It's, it's absolute in our lives. He said you're being protected by God's power through what? How many of you want to be protected by God's power? How many of you are protected by God's power? There's a difference of wanting to be and being protected. I am convinced today that I live under the protection of God and the power of God, which is unmatched by any other power that's out there. There's nothing to equal to it. There's nothing that even comes close. The whole yin-yang, black and white, good and evil, that's hogwash. There is no balance between good and evil. There is the goodness of God that is going to overwhelm this world and overtake everything. There is not. See, you get into that yin-yang Yahoo stuff. It's about, you know, do a good, good enough, enough good to undo the evil. And you are negating the grace of God. It's impossible. I am saved by grace through faith. It is that, that faith is I believe it. Well, what happens you know, if you believe it and nothing changes, you need to keep believing is what needs to happen. So, but I'll get to there. Hold on. It says, uh, you're be, being protected by God's power through faith. You cannot hope to access anything in his kingdom if you don't believe it. You can't, that is the one thing. It's the currency of heaven. It's what brings about the gifts in the presence of God. It's your, your faith that He is. And that not only that He is, but that, that He will reward you if you just turn toward Him because He will. How many have been rewarded by turning toward Him? Let our testimony be something that drives you into, into just a new place in your life to say that God is capable. He is able. He's done it before. He will do it again and again and again. So we are kept by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this, though now for a short time you have had uh, to, uh, you have had to struggle in various trials so that the genuineness of your faith, 
more valuable than gold, which perishes, though it be refined by fire, might result in the praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. There is, uh, when you declare faith in your life and when you believe God, it does not negate suffering. It doesn't take away uh, uh, trials or turmoils. But those things in our life make full proof of what we really believe. It is easy to believe God when things are really going your way. You ever been there? Everything's going great, man. I believe God. Oh, God, isn't God good then? But you let some struggles come into your life. You let sickness, you know, come into your body. You let, you let loss and, and, and heartache and hurt. You let just life, because we live, and life is going to hit you square on, it's gonna, it, as it does with it all, all of us. But if you take those things and you, by faith, man, you realize that the, the genuineness of our faith is going to be tried continually. And I'm looking at some people that your faith has been tried. And you know what? It's come forth as gold. And God, I, I am here to tell you this morning, God is fixing to reward you for the faith that you've held on to. It, it's just, it's just, it's the way uh, it's the desire, it's the way he operates. So the idea of being protected by God's power through faith is something that I, I pray that you hold on to all of your life. I, um, I don't know what I did, I, I, whether I pulled a muscle, I don't even know what, it, but man, I am so sore. My, my leg, I just, I'm not used to being uh, old. I'm not used to, uh, what, what is it? Remember the kid's song, the head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and now it's phone, keys, something else, and we're, we're, we're you know, we're looking for stuff. Anyway, so I, I'm, I've not been sleeping good, all that stuff, so Jeannie says to me yesterday, she said, we're doing communion. She said, I said, okay. Uh, uh, and, and, uh, the reality of it is, she said, do you believe this? I said, yeah. I believe the, the body of Christ that was crucified and, and the blood that was shed, I believe with all of my heart that it was for the remission of my sins. But I'm telling you, it was for more than that. He bore stripes for our healing. I mean, I, the, 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 if you... Read about it and just think about what Jesus went through um, before he cried out, was, it, it is finished. He did it for our wholeness. And, and um, Isaiah talks about him bearing stripes that we might be healed. And so the, the expectation in us taking communion is, well, um, you know, we don't take communion enough. Well, why don't you take it? Why don't you take communion? Well, I, I don't know how to. Okay, you take uh, uh, we use un, uh, unleavened bread, whatever you use. If you want to use a bagel, I know Moises does that. But some of us are purists. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you, before you park and take of it, you say, Lord, thank you for your body that was broken for me. Today I acknowledge that. And then you take grape juice or wine or, or coffee, whatever you say, 
You say, Lord, thank you for the blood that you shed. You know what? Why, why, why not do that? More often than not. You know, I had a particularly, you know, you know a sore. I'm headed out to come to church this morning, and Jeannie says, are we going to do communion before or after? I said, let's do it right now. You know, and so we took communion again. It just the expectation of by faith to being kept by, by God's power. What is the power of God but, but the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection? That was for us. He favored us. And so accessing that continually and, and, and living with the expectation of God's provision in our life. Some of you have forgotten to what great length he went through to redeem us, to, to pour out his gifts upon us. Man, he has done some, oh, it irritates me. i got to, you know, see what God will do. What more would you expect from him than he's already done? He has saved your soul. He has poured grace out upon you. And if you want to access it, you have to access it through faith. I, I, I got to tell you, I love preaching. I really do. That I can feel that, uh, you know, and I don't know, I might limp out of here before I'm done. I don't think so. But I'm, I just feel that healing. Why? Because I live in the expectation of healing. Well, you, you do that because you're better than anybody else. Right. There ain't Nobody. We are saved by grace. There ain't nobody better than you. There's not. And I, and, I, and I don't have to stand here and be better than somebody else. The newest of the new that are here. The, you, you, you that think you've lived a life that, that you know, uh, uh, that, that change needs to come. Of course you do, because we all need to change into his image. You, 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 you come in here if you have that, if you have a conscience at all, you, you, you come in thinking, Lord, I, there's some things I need to be forgiven of. Yes, you do, because we have all need to be forgiven. And, and it doesn't make you any worse. It just makes him all the, all the better. And so here, here's what it says in Psalms 103 in verse number 1 through, in, through 6. It says, My soul praise Yahweh and all that is within me. Praise His holy name, my soul. Praise the Lord and do not forget all His benefits. You realize, and I, and I, and I hope that you can understand this, there is a place of praise that is beyond your mortal thinking. There's a place of praise that's beyond you memorizing words in a song and, and keeping up with the melody. There is a place in your soul that you let out from time to time to various things or you have and been wounded. But I am here to tell you, when you lift your soul to Him, that, I, I, that, that that's something that is life-changing. There's too many in their, in their uh, pursuit of God have done so just limited in their knowledge, in their mind, in their human mind, in their human spirit, and not let God just absolutely take the very core of who you are. And you say, well, how do I do that? Uh, just try it. 
Just ask him, Lord, I, I want to lift my soul. I've said it all the Lord, I lift my soul to you. Not just my intellect, not just my thought, not just my, my uh, strength, but my soul. And, and the psalmist in his wisdom here, he said, my soul, uh, praise the Lord and do not forget, and do not forget all his benefits. Don't forget all his benefits. He forgives all your sin. Is there a sin he has not forgiven you of? He's forgiven all my sin. He says, and he heals all your diseases. How many believe that God is capable of healing all of your diseases? How many of you believe he'll do that for you? Living with that expectation is different. I believe he can. I believe he can. But I don't know if he will. You know how many people live with that? And because they don't believe that he will, they never access the benefits that he has in our lives. I believe he can. I know he can. And I know that he will. I live with the expectation of God's healing. I live with the expectation of, uh, of, of living in absolute freedom. And because I live with that kind of faith, you know what comes? Healing. You know, it comes freedom. Just, just a, a, a joy-filled life. You, do not listen, and I'm going to be done here in a minute. You're holding God hostage by saying, God, if you do this first, then my life will be good. If you save my husband, then I'll, I'm going to believe you. If you, you know, take care of my uh, whatever need it is, then I'm going to... That's not the way it works. It's, I'll have one more scripture when I finish this. It says, he says, he redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with uh, faithful love and compassion. He satisfies you with goodness. Your uh, youth is renewed like an eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all that are oppressed. All right, I'm going to close with this. Listen to this. Well, no, I'm not. Two more. Here's this. Listen to Mark 16. We're in a staff meeting the other night. Great, 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 great time. Great people that, that you know, are, are working and uh, making things happen in the church. You ought to be thankful for them, and there's room for you. Just letting you know. Uh, don't, don't sit here and be served all the time. Serve. Just, just saying, that's a whole other message, but uh, you, you're blessed by doing it. But, but we're t- talking about the various gifts. What a great uh, 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 assembly with the gifts of God that are just so evident and being worked. And I told him my role, I feel, in the future is to make sure that your gifts have room to operate, that you're not, you know, bumping heads and, and button heads with people and, and that, you know, uh, and I said one thing, I said, and what I'm going to do in the years to come is make sure that you stay in your lane. In other words, you, you operate, in, what's gifted for me to operate in is, it's just effortless. You know why? Because it's a gift. But if I try to grab Terry's guitar and get up here and play, I'm going to hurt myself and everybody else. Right? Uh, and, and there's different gifts, operations. But, but here, here's what I want you to see, because there's some 
people that have operated in, in various things that God has for all of us. If you've operated in, the, in, in healing, uh, it's something that you live with the expectation of it happening again. And if there's some of you that, that have never operated there, you don't ever venture out and pray the prayer of faith yourself. And I'm going to tell you, here's what the Scripture says. Listen to this. Mark 16 and verse number 15, it says, And he said to them, Go into the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. That's why I'm going to hound you about being baptized. I'm not pointing at anybody. Come on, man. Oh, well, I don't need to be baptized. Yes, get baptized. He said it. We're, we're supposed to go out in the world, preach, and, and we're supposed to baptize as part of preaching the gospel. Enough said. Uh, I'll come back to that. He says, uh, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Say, follow. These signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will, who believes? Come on, if you're a believer, raise your hand. All right, you know what signs should follow you? Okay, this is the, this is, it says, in my name, they'll cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. Now, we're not going to pull out snakes. But, you know, that's referring to Paul got bit by a serpent. He shook it off in the fire, and he, when he should have died, he didn't. Why? Because he was protected by God's power through faith. So, and it goes on, it says, uh, and uh, if they drink any deadly, anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. That doesn't mean you go out and try to drink antifreeze to test God. That's stupid. But I am telling you, there's some of you here that have partaken of stuff that you shouldn't have partaken of, and it passed right through you, and you don't even know it. You're going to find out it was right. Then it goes on and it says, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. These signs shall follow. They're not in front of us. What has to happen? These signs will follow them that believe. Some of you today, you want to see the signs and then you're going to believe. But that's not the way it works. Faith is what is demanded in our life to see the power of God manifest. And if you will dare to believe, well, I have dared to believe before and, and, and it didn't take place. Anybody ever pray a prayer and it didn't take place? Of course. But I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes there, there, there is a battle in, in the, last, the last scripture that I am going to talk about. He says, and it's in Luke chapter 18, and it's about the unjust judge where the woman keeps coming to, to this judge and says, avenge me of my adversary. And he said, get away from me. He comes back, she comes back again, avenge me. He, no, I'm not going to do it. And finally, finally, he said, look, I'm going to do this because that woman's going to drive me crazy. She's just not going to stop. And the Lord says, and I, I don't understand the revelation of all that. Because I, we don't have to beg God to move. 
but I do believe that there is a battle of faith that ha- if we're fighting the good fight of faith, there is a spiritual battle that goes on. When, when Daniel prayed the prayer, it was three weeks before the answer showed up because there was a spiritual battle. Don't you think for a moment as we pray that there's not spiritual forces that want to stop us? But Jesus says this. Stand with me as I finish this. Luke chapter 18 and verse number 8. He said, I tell you that he will swiftly grant them justice. God will swiftly grant justice. He said, nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find that faith? Not just faith, but will he find that kind of tenacity? Will he find that kind of, I'm not giving up? Will he find that kind of faith that says, Lord, I know you are the one that's able to heal and deliver. You're the one that's able to set free. You're the one, Jesus, that bore all my sickness, and not just my sickness, but my loved ones. You're the, you're the one that took the stripes. You're the one, Lord Jesus, that, that your body was broken. And, and I'm today, by faith, with absolute tenacity, I am going to access what you provided. But what are you going to do? I'm going to come down here and believe you. I'm just flat out going to believe you. And I'm going to believe that there are believers in this house that are going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. And I, I, I am going to believe that there's some of you here today that you have loved ones that have great, great needs that you're going to stand down here today in their, in their place and we're, we're going to agree together and God's going to do it. Boy, you're putting yourself out there. No, I'm not. I'm putting him out there. And you know what? He never, he never fails. And so as we take some time to sing and worship and pray, I'm going to ask again if you need, does anybody need healing in your body? Come on down here. Just, come on. Just do it right now. If you need healing in your body. I love you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.